I'm ready to hear what you got to say, man. Hey, can we make him feel welcome? Man, I appreciate it. Talk. I've never talked on one of these. <laughs> right? <laughs> I may be able to speak now. Can y'all hear me? Yep. Okay. All right. Huh? Yeah, that's, I, I, I'm going to get tired of holding it up here like that. Oh, I got you. I'll hold it there then. All right. So, for those of y'all who don't know me, my name is Thomas Mahaffey. Uh, I'm from Dorlene. I'm originally from South Louisiana. I'm currently engaged to Callie Compton. Uh, it's great. Uh, uh, I spent the first 15 years of my adult life as an alcoholic. I smoked two packs a day for 18 years. I don't. I don't. I don't look like I'm old enough for all that, do I? Uh, so two years ago, I gave this life back to God, and it's been amazing. It's one profound testimony after another, but the one that I always feel like I need to share is the one that is probably the most difficult. I've been given the ability to write down the things that I am experiencing, and I'm gonna go. I'm just going to read it. It's called the flesh. As far back as I can remember, I've been tempted by the flesh. I saw things in my young life that children should not be exposed to. Things that I won't mention here because they are of a delicate nature. There were things that had a profound impact on my entire life. As children, we looked to our parents for guidance and understanding. I did get a bit of both. I grew up in a broken home, but I had a mother and a father. Brothers and sisters, we were raised Baptists, always in church, always having righteousness and damnation shoved down our throats. And I say it like that because it was almost like if we didn't go to church, we was going to get in trouble. We were going to get beat, okay? <laughs> Obviously, you guys know that's not the way to do this. Uh, this was an absolute hypocrisy in itself given the nature of the things we experienced. It did, however, give us our exposure to God Almighty and His Son, Jesus Christ. Up until the age of eight, I didn't even know who God was. Proverbs 22.6 reads, Train up a child in the way that he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. I'm proof of that. Ephesians 6.1 reads, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor thy father and thy mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with thee, and thou may livest on the earth. And ye fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. We have to remember that simply just teaching our children is not all it takes. You've got to show them. You have to live it. by leading by example. We need to teach them about our Holy Father and His Son, Jesus. We have to walk in the ways of the Lord so that our children can find merit in our teachings and their way to the Lord. I'm a sinner. I have been all my life. Uh, 
in some ways ignorant of the fact, which I also learned through the Bible, everything that I know through the Bible. I talk, I fellowship with a lot of people on a daily basis. It's not just my own understanding because I know that, that that's ignorant. Uh, but I also know that in John that uh, John says that the Lord will forgive you for things that you have done in ignorance. But once you find out that what you are doing is that sin and you continue to do it, that's where the wrath comes in. That's where you pay for the things that you do when you don't learn and you continue to do them. I let the flesh get to me more of the years, more of my years of my life than not. It's been a constant source of countless hours of pain and heartache. Most of that could have been avoided if only I'd known how sinister it can be. I say that to you the phrase is what's in the what's on the inside that counts, and beauty is in the eye of the beholder. I understand it fully now. Oh, flesh is weak. Ephesians 5.1 reads, Be ye therefore followers of God as dear children, and walk in love as Christ also has loved us, and hath, forgiven, hath, hath given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling savor. But fornication and all uncleanliness or covetousness, let it not once be named among you as become saints." Neither filthiness, nor foolish talking, nor jesting, which are not convenient, but rather giving thanks. For this ye know, that no whoremonger, nor unclean person, nor covetous man, who is an idolater, hath any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ. I have been all of that. I have done it. And I see it. And I know. And resisting that temptation is where the work comes in. But it pays. It pays off because I don't have the guilt that I used to have. Whenever I feel it coming on, or, Lord, so many things we do wrong in the flesh. Galatians 5 reads, 5.16 reads, This I say then, walk in the Spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lusts of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one another, so that you cannot do the things that you would. But if you be led of the Spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these, adultery, fornication, uncleanliness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envyings, murders, drunkenness, revelings and such the like of which I tell you before as I have told you also in the past time that they that do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Now that's a lot. I had to go to the dictionary to find out what the definitions of some of those were and was surprised to find out just how many different ways I had sinned in the flesh. It's, it's, not just, it's not just sex. People hear flesh, sin in the flesh. It's not just sex. There's so many different ways. Yeah. Now I had, uh, I read that, all right. I allowed the flesh to rob me of my goodness for a time, turning me into a man that I was not. Made me a bad husband, 
less of a Christian than I should have been. It broke my spirit and almost my mind to the point of crushing me. I blamed others for my problems when they were, in fact, of my own invention. Galatians 6, 7 reads, Be not deceived, God is not mocked, for whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he reap. For he that soweth to his flesh shall reap of the flesh corruption, but he that soweth of the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap the everlasting. Alas, our God is a gracious God, and through him and his son Jesus I have their forgiveness, and I am washed clean. The devil has been at my back all of my life, but God has been right there beside me to forgive me and to lift me up. It is not too late. The past is a past. I don't live there anymore. We have to leave it there. I can't go back. Sometimes things pop up at work, mainly at work. When you're in that environment, I'm in construction, and not knocking construction because it has served me well all my life. But we can be rough. But it has been a great test because I used to be quite a profane man. I even made up words. Uh, but when I gave my life back to God and I quit listening to all the trash, watching all the trash, well... It's true, what you put in comes out. And uh, it's, it's probably been a year and a half since I've really slipped up and let a word slip. Uh, but it changes everything. It's not just, not just my language. It's how I think. I can't, I, can't even, I can't even tell jokes like I used to. But I realize that it's the, the dirt, the filth, uh, the trash that used to come out of my mouth in my life, it's no longer there. One of my favorite verses when I went through the Bible the first time is in Job eleven thirteen, and it reads, If thou prepare thine heart and stretch out thine hands toward him, if iniquity be in thine hands, put it far away, and let not wickedness dwell in thy tabernacles. For then shalt thou lift up thy face without spot, yea, thou shalt be steadfast and shalt not fear, because thou shalt forget thy misery and remember it as waters have passed away. I liken that to water under the bridge. It's gone. My mother used to say, and others, I've heard it, I heard it the other day from a televangelist, that sin will take you further than you want to go, keep you there longer than you want to be there, and cost you way more than you ever want to pay. Uh, I hit a point in my life probably 15, 16 years ago where I just quit. I gave up. I'm through with it. Um, I used to pray. I called myself a Christian. But pastor, I don't know, three or four weeks ago, he, 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 said, he said something that resonated with me. I was spiritually sick. And out of the whole service, no other word, no other two words stuck with me the rest of the day, the rest of the week as a matter of fact spiritually sick there's so many of us get there and it's this world that clogs us down that, that just chokes us down but I know that as long as I stay with this book and learn all I can through it through fellowship other faith believers that I'm going to be fine
I don't have to worry. I don't have the anxieties. I don't worry about the bills. I don't worry about somebody knocking on my door. I don't worry about money because the good Lord lets me get up every single day in good health and go to work and work. He gave me a strong back because he knew I was going to have a weak mind. And I have wonderful children. Uh, when, when, when I go back and go back to talking about the filth and the trash, I, I'm in a relationship right now where I'm doing something new. That's not a part of my life now. And it has been absolutely wonderful. It's, it's new all the way around. And I love her to death. And I can't wait to marry her. But I keep telling her all the time, uh, in God's time, we're going we're to get there. It just, it just has, to, it has to come together right. And I'm thankful for y'all to have me up here. I'm glad to be a part of the church. Uh, y'all have a blessed night.